Good morning. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. Today is October 17th, and I want to dedicate today's podcast to Tony C. and Dolores K. A. Okay, um, let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Luke 6, 12, 19 says, He spent the night in prayer to God. This was really a busy day for Jesus. He picked 12 apostles. Then he taught a large crowd. Then he healed all the sick in the crowd and cast out demons from them. And he did all this after having spent the entire night in prayer. Obviously, this is no coincidence. Clearly, Jesus felt the need to pray before accomplishing all these things. But what do you think that prayer was like? Do you think that he had to ask his father, whom should I pick for my apostles tomorrow? Or what should I say to the crowd? Or how am I going to heal all those people? Getting answers to those questions was probably the most important part of his prayer. But more than anything else, he prayed to enjoy communion with his Father. He prayed because he was one with the Father and wanted to savor that oneness. He needed to say, I love you, Father, and to hear the Father say to him, I love you, son. All the amazing things he did that day flowed out of that loving relationship. At its heart, that's what prayer is all about. Our relationship with the Lord. Of course, we should petition him for our needs. And of course, he loves to hear those requests. But our most fundamental need is to be in communion with God, the source of our life. Prayer is meant to be a loving conversation in which we express our love for God and He expresses His love for us. Today, try approaching prayer that way. Think of it as a chance to meet your Heavenly Father. Start by offering Him praise for His goodness, faithfulness, and mercy. Thank him for all the blessings he's given you. Tell him how much you love him. Then listen for his response. He will remind you of his love in so many different ways. He may say, I love you in the silence of your heart or in a favorite scripture passage. He may remind you of a time when he blessed you in the past. And best of all, he will fill you with his spirit so that you can live as his beloved child. Father, I love you more than anything. Thank you for loving me and making me your child. And that beautiful passage was sent to me by Sister Virginia from Good Shepherd Church. Amen. Awesome. Okay. Our Heavenly Father is available to us at all times. 
He is never too busy to hear our prayers. He is never preoccupied with other concerns to the point that he rejects our presence. He delights in having close, intimate communion with us. Whenever we are willing to spend time with him, he is willing to spend time with us. No matter how we may feel, no matter how you may have been rejected by others, no matter how much you may hurt or how lonely you may be, you always have the Lord. He is all sufficient. Psalm 139.7 says, Where can I flee from your presence? Amen. And as promised, or I should say teased from yesterday, this is a prayer to love. And it was sent to me by Oloris. And I'm going to name it the Dolores Prayer. Dear God, thank you that you are a loving, gracious God. Thank you that you have offered us forgiveness and the gift of a new life with you. Thank you that your love is perfect and never fails and that nothing can separate us from your love. We pray that our lives will be filled with overflowing with the power of your love so we can make a difference in this world and bring honor to you. We ask for your help in reminding us that the most important things are not what we do outwardly. It is not based on any talent or gift, but the most significant thing we can do in this life is simply to love you and choose to love others. Lord, thank you that your love is patient. Help us show patience with those around us. And Lord, thank you that your love is kind. Help us to extend kindness to others. Lord, thank you that your love does not take into account a wrong suffered. Lord, help us not to hold grudges and choose to forgive even when it is difficult. Lord, help us to love as you love. Fill us with your spirit so that we can choose what is best. We are weak, Lord, but we know even as we are weak, you are strong within us. Thank you, thank you, thank you that it is not all up to us. Thank you that you equip us to face each day with the power of your love, with the power of your forgiveness, and with the power of your grace. In Jesus' name. Whose name? In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Dee. Stay with us, listeners. We'll be back in a moment with more delicious prayers.
Dear listeners, this is very important. We are to pray with confidence. 1 John 5 says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Prayer is not something mysterious or secret. Prayer is simply talking to God. And God wants you to talk to Him. He loves you and He has promised to hear you when you pray. Prayer is possible because Jesus Christ removed the barrier between God and us. A barrier caused by our sins. Sin separates us from God and because of that we had no right to come to him in prayer but Jesus removed that barrier when he died on the cross for us when we commit our lives to Christ God gives us the privilege of approaching the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need If you find prayer awkward or intimidating, remember this, God promises to hear you and he cannot lie. Trust that promise and learn to bring every concern to him in prayer. Amen. I thought that was beautiful and I just wanted to share that passage. Thank you. It's from hope for each day. Be right back. And we're back. And by the way, you can always reach us at anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. There will be an interactive website coming soon. Okay, but anyway, please visit us. All right, Commanding Your Morning, a daily devotional. 2 Thessalonians 1 says, Therefore we also pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling. It's time to turn our eyes away from our circumstances and to the God who called Joseph from the prison cell, Moses from the desert, David from the fields, Peter from his fishing boat, and Paul from his terrorism. Wherever you are in space and time is the place God has placed you to see what you see and be concerned about what you are concerned about. Chances are, What bothers you also bothers God. You are his agent. Wherever you are, make things different. Amen. Through the authority I have in you to decree a thing and see it established, I speak to the spiritual, economic, social, and political climate around me and commanded to shift now in the name of Jesus. I alter the environment around me and declare that it is now suitable for my ministry, my loved ones, 
my work, and my ideas to thrive. I establish a supernatural environment for miracles to occur. I decree that wherever I am, change happens. Let only your will be done in and through me. In the name of Jesus, amen. And God's promises day by day. Second Corinthians, I will be a father to you and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. God did what we wouldn't dare dream. He did what we couldn't imagine. He became a man so we could trust him. He became a sacrifice so we could know him. And he defeated death so we could follow him. It defies logic. It's a divine insanity, holy incredibility. Only a creator beyond the fence of logic could offer such a gift of love. What man can't do, God does. And now God's purpose for your life. It says, not knowing, but trusting. By faith, Abraham obeyed by going out to a place which he was to receive for an inheritance, not knowing where he was going. It's frustrating when God doesn't tell us what our destination will be. We want to know where we're going, so we'll know how to prepare. But scripture gives Abraham as an example of the complete trust we can have in the Lord when our vision of the future is incomplete. Abraham left everything he'd always known, and he was not told where he was going. He had no idea if he'd know the language or customs would be able to find the provisions he needed along the way. But Abraham obeyed God immediately. Without complaining or questioning God's wisdom, he went forth. And the Lord honored Abraham because he could count on him to do whatever he asked, which is the definition of faith. The Lord doesn't give maps, just steps. To obedience. Yes, being blind to what's ahead and being out of control is uncomfortable, but faith means stepping out without the details, trusting the one who sends you. So do what he says and believe God will not only get you to the destination, but will ready you for it before you get there. Jesus, I believe you, and I will do all you say. Amen. As I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray. Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord. 
the blessings of your son for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created, and the lives of those I love. There is nothing, nothing, nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. And In Touch magazine says, when we're feeling unsure of God's plan for our life, we can look to our various roles for some guidance, whether it's our position as a parent, sibling, child, best friend, elder, co-worker, or neighbor. These identities remind us of where God has placed us and whom we have a responsibility to love. Though helpful as guardrails, however, these titles aren't our highest authority. At times when our various responsibilities seem in conflict, it's good to remember that the Holy Spirit is our most reliable and true compass. We will know when to step out of our traditional roles only if we're listening to Him intently. Ultimately, in fact, all we do, say, and give should be submitted to the Spirit. Then we'll have peace that where God intended us to be, that we are there. Our primary identity is child of God, and more than any other, that role should define us and guide our decisions. When it does, and we seek God's kingdom first and righteousness, then Jesus promises everything else will be taken care of, which includes our family and our loved ones. Amen. I know the Lord is always with me. He is helping me. God's mighty power supports me. Amen. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. You created me from nothing. You can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells, open any blocked arteries or veins, and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, 
Restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above and he's watching us and he's taking care of us, providing for us, feeding us, loving us, guiding us, driving us, protecting us. There's just no end to what he does for us. So the least we can do is pray every day and start with him in the morning. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.